I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning from Decrypt Media. This is the Decrypt Daily and my name is Matthew Diemer and this is your weekend update. I'm recording this at 924 Eastern Standard Time. This is in the morning, by the way. And let's get into those crypto prices. We have Bitcoin sitting at $42,890, up 1.3% in 24. I could have sworn it was $43,000 yesterday, but apparently it's up, so it's up. Ethereum is sitting at $3,303, up 2.5%. Binance, $492, up almost 4%. Tether, number 4. And Solana, number 5, at 145 up 1%. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, XRP, Luna, and Polkadot. Total market cap, $2.05 trillion. A BTC dominance of 39.5 and an F dominance of 19.2. Now let's get into the news. The next Ethereum event is going to take place in Jackson, Wyoming. And if you haven't been to Jackson, it's, I love it. I just love Jackson. You better bring your credit card or have a lot of money in the bank. It plays expensive. Everything's expensive, but it's also very beautiful. Well, this event is going to happen March 9th to March 11th. Speakers are including Vitalik, Mark Cuban, Edward Snowden, obviously going to be phoning in via Zoom. Mike Novogratz, Joe Lubin, Caitlin Long, Sam McMinfried, Sergey Nazarov, the CEO or the co-founder of Solana, CZ Zhao, obviously probably going to be Zooming in as well, and much more. The list is still growing. going to be an amazing event. I will update you more when we get more news on more speakers. The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency is charged with regulating national banks in the United States. Acting Comptroller Michael Shu said bank regulation will likely give credibility to the stable part of stablecoins. Stablecoins are the oxygen of the crypto ecosystem, he says, due to their function as the bridge to fiat currencies. But here's the thing. Hodlers of USDT, USDC, and other pegged assets, they don't trust that they're fully redeemable for cash right now, and that's a problem because they're stablecoins. The vulnerabilities that lead to a run generally don't appear suddenly out of nowhere, said Shu. They build up over time and are largely ignored until a small group of participants sense tail risk, get nervous, and quietly begin to edge away. So the issue here is if they're not fully backed, if there's a vulnerability, if there's a possibility that there's going to be a run, then people are going to start trying to take the money out of the stable coins, which in turn takes money out of crypto, which everybody warns and is worried right now, since it's correlated to S&P 500, that it could take down the markets as well. Is this a real risk? Or are they just planning for the future? Long story short, you guys know my opinion, stablecoins need to be backed by the dollar. The mayor of Rio de Janeiro has pledged to invest 1% of the city's treasury in cryptocurrencies. They're also studying a possibility to pay taxes in crypto, and if you do, you'll get a discount. Last October, Brazil's legislator recently approved a draft bill that sought to regulate digital currencies and an update to the bill that sought to give Bitcoin legal status as a payment currency. So Brazil... They're making headway with cryptocurrencies. And finally, the Northwest Arkansas Council is offering a sum of $10,000 worth of Bitcoin to attract remote tech professionals to move to the region. In addition to the Bitcoin, I think this is the best part, but if tech professionals go to Arkansas to work and live and do what they need to do, they'll also receive a street or mountain bike. So this program is called Bitcoin and a Bike. 
I, this is, I think this is great. I think when legislators try to create incentives and they make these little weird kind of quirky things to get people to move to their region, I just think sometimes they just come up with the hilarious shit. And this is one of them. Bitcoin and a bike. Bitcoin's an incentive, but the bike is like, I, I, I just don't know. Anyway, I'd be stoked. I want to know what kind of bike it is because there's some great bikes out there. Maybe this is going to be an amazing bike. Anyway, this expanded incentive offer, Bitcoin and a bike, is not only to embrace the growing trend toward the use of cryptocurrency as a payment option by employers, but also helps increase our pipeline of talent to benefit tech employers, startups, cities, local businesses, and the region overall, says the CEO of the Northwest Arkansas Council. Northwest Arkansas is one of the fastest growing regions in the country, and now we're seeing more explosive growth in our tech sector. This offer was reportedly made possible through the philanthropic support from the Walton family. Yes, the Walton Family Foundation, the Walmart people. That's interesting. I would love to know the like economics behind this. Is it their money sitting there and then Arkansas decides how to use it? Or is the Walton Family Foundation saying, hey, let's offer some Bitcoin? If anybody knows this, I'm going to try to dig, dig into this. But if anybody's listening to this and actually knows this, maybe you're in Arkansas, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. And also, if you got Bitcoin in a bike, let me know what kind of bike you got. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily Weekend Update. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.